0: If you go over to my Facebook page right now, it's open to the public. So even if we're not uh, friends there, you can still get to all of my posts. Uh, there's a new video up, my quick take on the governor's race. It's about 30 seconds long. Check it out. KTSA.com, Treyware page. KTSA.com, Treyware page. Hey, hola, buenos dias. Good morning. How you doing? Good to have you with us this morning. 210-599-5555. Biden is out of isolation and now... Squandered or squalored or how do you put it? Uh, not squandered. He wouldn't be squandered. He wouldn't be squalored. What would he be? Uh, he would be taken away. He's been taken away to an island <laughs> off the coast of the United States.
1: Sequestered. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Yeah. I, was, I knew it
1: was an S-word, but not the S-word that was in my head. Well, we know what the S-word in your head was exactly. when, it, when it comes to your thoughts on the president. Ex- so. Well, and there's a B before it. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So um, he's, he's now been taken uh, by aeroplane. Uh, to this island uh, off of North Carolina. I, I said this, what did I say when this whole isolation for COVID crap began, which is not true. He didn't have COVID. He's got something going on in his head, and they don't want him making public appearances. Yesterday, he made a public appearance, once again, outside to sign a piece of legislation. This was about the, uh, uh, the guys, the vets who were exposed to the burn pits. And, I mean, the guy, he's a creep. He's just a total creeper. There's a girl probably, I don't know, eight years old, standing next to the table, and he looks over at her, and he's got the pen in his hand, and he goes, okay, you ready for me to sign this, huh? You want me to sign? And she's like, okay, and Mama's got her hands on her shoulders, like, pull her out of the way quick if if she needs to. And he signs in, and he looks over at her, and he caps the pen and hands her the pen and starts applauding her. (laughs) That's him right there. That's the guy. So anyway, uh, they immediately take him over to uh, Alaporto, and they take him up the steps very carefully. Have you noticed what they're doing now to get him up the steps? Because he falls every time he tries. So what they do this time? Anybody notice? Okay, usually when a president... See, this is why I get paid the minimal dollars. That's why I work for minimum wage, because I see this stuff and I figure it out. Up he goes the steps yesterday um, to Air Force One. Hey, look! And he's surrounded by a bunch of people who can catch him. Like his son is standing right next to him. And don't think that it's just that Hunter Biden is getting to ride on Air Force One, which he is. He ought to be raided. He ought to be in jail. He's a crackhead. There's the president saluting as he's getting on Air Force One with a crackhead. He's invited a crackhead to fly with him on Air Force (laughs) One. The way the way
2: he looked at the stairs and took a deep breath like my old nemesis. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> That's it right there. That's what I'm saying, James, is that he, he's got to have somebody with him now. Jill is not big enough, strong enough, fast enough to catch the old fart. So somebody has to catch him, and now they're putting Hunter there. You watch. In the future... Either they will not show him going up the stairs because they're going to... You know what they're installing on there? One of those things that you buy on late-night television. Yes! (laughs) He's going to sit on it, and they're going to strap him and He's going (laughs) to go up the stairs. But right now, they're using Hunter Biden to make sure that he doesn't fall. So the point is, the president has been taken to some islands uh, off the coast of the United States... This is going to be the strategy between now and November and the midterms. They do not want him talking. They do not want you to see in his pupils. They do not want you to know what's going on with him because he is killing the Democrat Party and their chances. And all they're trying to do right now is eliminate all of that so that they can win in November. And they're trying, aren't they? Yes, we're going to talk about the raid. You bet. Republicans are demanding hearings on the raid. Good luck. Democrats are not going to give them any hearings on the raid. Here's a neat little interesting ditty that came out overnight. Bet you didn't hear this one. Donald Trump, in June, he was asked by the FBI back in June, DOJ, to put a lock on a door where these boxes were being held, at Mar-a-Lago. Donald Trump complied, and they put a a lock on the door of the room where these boxes were being held. Now, this brings up some pretty interesting questions, doesn't it? If the FBI and DOJ were at Mar-a-Lago in June... Why would they ask the president to lock those boxes up if they ultimately wanted those boxes? Why didn't they just take them in June? And why would they, even if they knew they were coming back to do a raid, why would they ask him to lock the room and put an extra lock on the outside of it? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they wanted the entire theatrics... Of having to burst in and come in with guns a and we're ready for hell. And we got to cut the lock off the door, because Donald Trump locked these up so we couldn't get to them. That's exactly why they told him that. Here's what Donald Trump said last night. The DOJ and the FBI were shown the secure area and the boxes themselves. Folks, this was in June, two months ago. And the FBI and the DOJ, two months ago, refused to take them. Hey, lock him up, buddy. Just put, just put a lock on the door. We're good. And then you come back with 35 agents when he's not there, and you bring CNN cameras along, and you make a big stink about raiding his house. It's all kabuki, baby. Kabuki theater. That's all this is. Trump went on. On Monday, without notification or warning, an army of agents broke into Mar-a-Lago, went to the same storage area. How did they know to go to that storage area? Because they were there. (laughs) They had already been there. They knew where to go. And they knew the lock. And they knew the room. But yet, instead of going straight directly to that room... Well, first of all, let's back up. Instead of taking those boxes in June, they wanted all this Kabuki Theater stuff, see? They wanted this to happen. So instead of going to that room and taking those boxes on Monday, they go through the whole joint. They go through Melania's clothes. They go through every last part of Mar-a-Lago. The boxes are in a room that they know where the room is, They were there in June. They saw the room. They saw the boxes. They had Trump lock it up. They knew. So they could have gone directly to that room. They could have taken that lock off that they told him to put on there. They could have taken those boxes and left. But instead, they went through the whole joint, everywhere, every square inch of it, even Melania's clothes. The boxes were in the room, locked up at their instruction, but yet they go through the whole place. Why? Well, we can only, we're left to guess because they won't tell us. They won't talk. But my guess is either fishing or planting. Fishing or planting. Fishing or planting. Now, the fishing could be that they were fishing for something they could use against him or fishing for something that they figured he had he could use against them. Flash drive of Hunter, uh, pictures of these guys with Jeffrey Epstein. I don't know. I have no idea. But that's what a fishing expedition could be. Or planting. And they have been known in the past to plant and plant and plant. Plant on computers even. Plant physical evidence elsewhere. So he says he thinks they planted something there. The word is coming out now from several reporters. They planted a rat in there inside of Mar-a-Lago that the FBI had and a former inside of Mar-a-Lago. We'll see. We don't know a whole bunch about a lot of this because uh, Garland, he's also fallen out of sight. Nobody in D.C. can find Merrick Garland. The president whisked away. That's another good word. Whisked away. Immediately. Immediately whisked away. This is a spectacular backfire, by the way. Biden officials are blasting the FBI's raid on Mar-a-Lago report, revealing that rat on the inside. Newsweek reporting that the FBI specifically targeted three rooms at the residence, a bedroom, an office, and a storage room. Information used to obtain the warrant was based largely on information from an FBI confidential human source inside. Most Americans say the FBI raid on Trump motivates them to vote in the midterms. You bet your sweet bippy, baby, that's exactly what we're going to do. Convention of States Action Trafalgar Group survey came out last night. Question was, does the FBI raid on President Trump increase your motivation to vote in the 2022 election? More than 70% said absolutely. And the vast majority says Trump's enemies are behind the raid. Trump is fundraising office, by the way. Good for him. I hope he makes a gazillion dollars. Anyway, i got to take a break. Um, I've got a lot of other stuff to get to on the news this morning. We're going to focus on the news and any new stories that come up in the news as we go through them. Feel free to jump in here with your comments, calls, questions, whatever. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Between five and seven, we really focus on the news here. Get you the news, get you your headlines, and let you comment on all that as well. And again, I got a new video up. Trayware page KTSA.com. Uh, you can go to my Facebook page. It's there. It's a quickie, about thirty seconds. My quick take on the upcoming governor debate. Between Abbott and O'Rourke, check her out now. Trey Ware, KTSA. Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I got a question. Are walls supposed to be breathing? No. Like in and out, moving?
1: No. Is that something you're experiencing this morning?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just started a little while ago.
1: Okay. Ayahuasca. <laughs>
0: what, what 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 was in that taco you just handed me a <laughs> minute ago?
1: That was just regular cactus. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh,
0: sure, it was. I, I'm not yeah. buying that. No. Uh, did you eat yours? Uh, not yet. Okay, no. good. Uh, go ahead. Uh, we, it's a good place. <laughs> we'll be here together. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Psychedelic tacos! Wow, what's going on with this? You know, it looked looked like green beans in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the cactus. It's cactus, sure it is. But but I looked up at five (laughs) o'clock. I was doing my news, and Uh I I went into an audio clip, and I looked over, and you're over there dancing to my newscast. Yeah, I see that. Well, you know what the hell's going on with Trey? Exactly right. Now I know. Yeah, well, it's these hallucinogenic tacos that James (laughs) brings in.
0: The clothes are coming off next for that. Oh my God, this is like 1966 all over again. (laughs) I made it through 66 once, and now you're. Gonna do it, Jimmy again. This is uh, this is what is that? What is that? That's a uh, cactus, right? Yeah,
1: it's just I uh, got
0: oh, a thorn right here, Dona Maria's cactus, nopalitos. Yeah,
1: it's great it, food. You know, it's the only food that comes with its own toothpick.
0: It's got a, That's right. It's inside me though. Yeah, it's wonderful. Good, good way to clean it, clean me out later. That'll be fun.
1: Uh, so. <laughs> That'll be a great it's time. The old, it's the old porcupine effect. Hardly wait. So, <laughs>
0: <Top>. so seriously. <laughs> no, they're actually really good. Did it have a little spice on it? Because it, oh, my tongue's got a spice
1: here. It's just the cactus. It's just a kick. Uh, a kick, yeah. He's yeah. sure
0: got a kick. But oh, yeah, that's it's, right. It's
1: quite tasty.
0: You know, the hardest thing I've ever done is Lone Star Beer, and you're making me eat this. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was really good. I'm only kidding with you, man. I'm only joking around. Just start
1: playing a lot of Jefferson Airplane records. Okay, start tripping them out.
0: Let's let's get her on with some White Rabbit. You want to? Why not? That's a trippy little (laughs) tune right there. That'll be fun.
1: If we come back from the next break, where's over there? Don't you want (laughs) somebody to love? Yeah, I do. Don't Uh, you need somebody to love? I I really think that's a great record, but I really
0: think White Rabbit was it. That that was the one everybody refers to. Definitely. Uh, one pill makes you small. Okay, One taco makes you small. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Um, i got to talk about uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, my video was up, and it's about Greg, Greg Abbott and, and Beto O'Rourke and this uh, this debate that's coming up. <laughs> anyway, it's on the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. You can get there on my Facebook page. Check it out and comment. Tell me what you think about this because if I don't get comments, I'm just going to stop doing these videos. They take a lot of time. They take, you know, a lot of work and all that kind of stuff. So g- comment and, and let me know what you think. All right? All right. Even if you don't like it, tell me that. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, Mayor Adams up in New York, he's mad at, at our governor. He says, I already called all of my friends in Texas and told them how to cast their votes. And I'm deeply contemplating taking a busload of New Yorkers to go to Texas and do some good old-fashioned door knocking. For the good of America, we need to get him out of office. Hey, dude, you're mayor, open borders. You're mayor, sanctuary city. You're mayor, come one, come all. What's the problem? What you got against brown people? What is your problem here, dude? You said you want to have a sanctuary city, and mayor, or Governor Abbott is just fulfilling that. Governor Abbott was asked about that. He said, I feel like Clint Eastwood. Go ahead, mayor, make my day. There could hardly be anything better to aid my campaign against Beto O'Rourke than to have Beto O'Rourke's campaign aided by a bunch of New Yorkers. This race is about Texans, and Texans are fed up with what the Biden administration has done on our border, the chaos that it has caused, the damage that it has caused, the state of Texas. That's exactly why we're sending these illegal immigrants to places like Washington, D.C., and New York City. Two million have broken into our country under Joe Biden's watch. Two million million. That's that what, what we know of. You know the number is probably double that because of the people we don't know of who have broken into our country. Meanwhile, we have deployed unprecedented amounts of state resources, $3 billion over the last 18 months to the Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety. These are Texas taxpayer dollars we're having to pay to keep the peace as these people are breaking into our state. Operation Lone Star was uh, launched last March 21, and as of late July, more than 290,000 migrant apprehensions, a seizure of 326 million lethal doses of fentanyl, enough to kill every American, with Texas bearing the brunt of this catastrophic failure. And so busing migrants to D.C. to provide relief to our border communities and bring the reality of the crisis to the federal government's doorstep is not a big deal. Now, Mayor Bowser over in D.C. has been screaming for National Guard to get him out of here, get him out of here, get these these puny, stinky, horrible little, uh, terrible people out of here. And now Mayor Adams from New York is saying the exact same thing, and he wants to. He says they got to get Greg Abbott out of office. Gotta get Greg No, Governor, you're doing a great job on this. You're doing exactly what needs to be done. You know, kick it up. You know, order another 500 buses a week and keep them running, baby. Keep just keep dumping them up there. Run, 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 run. It's having the desired effect. It's having the. Uh, it's getting their attention, which is exactly what we want it to do. And so, keep it up. Eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. Have you seen the job description? All right. Let me go through it. If you want to be one of the eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents, here it is. You must work a minimum of 50 hours a week, may include irregular hours, and be on call 24-7, including holidays and weekends. You must maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. Say what? You're an IRS agent, you're doing an audit, and you better be fit because you're going to be in life-threatening situations? You must carry a firearm, be willing to use deadly force. IRS agent using deadly force? Are you sure you're not going to outfit them in black with jack boots and the broken cross on their sleeve? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure they won't be beating down the door with a Heil Hitler and a salute? You must comply and do as we say. And you must be willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. If this fits you, then Joe Biden wants to hire you for the new IRS of the United States. Now, i got a break for the news. There's more to this story I'm going to get into on the other side. I want you to check it out and then comment on it. Carrying a firearm, deadly, dangerous situations, breaking down doors. And there's much more to this story that nobody else has told you about. But I did a little extra digging, as I'm wont to do. And I'm going to tell you the, the rest of this story, uh, as my friend Paul Harvey used to say. I'm going to take your calls at 210-599-5555 about it. Check out the video. You can get there at my Facebook page if you want to, or the Trayware page, ktsa.com. i there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be careful, man somebody who says he's your brother hands you a taco that's made out of cactus this is what happens you start listening to this music again the walls start breathing i like it
1: you gonna be all right no i'm good you okay
0: All I got to do is make it till seven, then I can just walk out. You know,
1: we have to to. to talk you down. Yeah, no,
0: you might have to. (sighs) That's good taco.
1: (sighs) What's the name of that group? Who was that guy during the Woodstock festival? uh, Wavy Gravy, where he would you know help all the kids that had you know overdosed on LSD. Right. Talking, we'll bring him in to help you (laughs) out. Might have to after that taco.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Lee. You're on KTSA with Trey. What's up? You want to, Trey?
2: Yeah, all these uh, requirements for the new. uh irs agents does not say they have to be american citizens does it
0: no 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 the preferably not you know we, pr- we, well, we, we prefer that they become over. i mean, yeah.
2: even they don't know if they don't know english they can learn enough to say give me your money or i'll shoot
0: you." sure of course yeah
2: uh, we've got our people right there
0: <laughs> that's right they they, they absolutely do uh, thank you lee appreciate it 210-599-5555 he was just now waking up the new requirements for the new 87,000 IRS agents are out now, and you can go to the website and look them up. I did yesterday. And the nonpartisan, non-partisan watchdog Joint Committee on Taxation is estimated as much as 90% of the estimated $200 billion in additional funds the IRS is going to collect as a re- result of beefing up their ranks will come from small businesses. Do you own, operate, work for a small mom-and-pop type business? Guess what? You're the numero uno target of the 87,000 I do mean target by the way cuz they're going to be doing target practice right on you. In fact, Joe Henchman, executive vice president of National Taxpayers Union Foundation says the IRS will have to target small and medium businesses because they will not fight back. You're not going to fight back and they know it and particularly when they show up with guns and badges. They need some constant badges. The federalis. We're here. You have to work according to the work major duties on the IRS website. You got to work a minimum of 50 hours a week, and they may include irregular hours. Be on call 24 7, including holidays, nights, weekends. You must maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life threatening situations on the job. You're an IRS agent, you're a pencil pusher, you got a calculator. You're supposed to look and see if their deductions match what they put on the on the 401 uh, plan, whatever. you got to carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. What are we going to do? Shoot somebody at the kitchen table while you're going through their receipts? Ah, you're missing that receipt from Arby's from last Tuesday. Bang! <laughs> they are creating Nazi Germany, folks. Be willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of, of search warrants and other dangerous assignments. Now, I'd like to remind you that between March and June 1st of this year, the IRS bought up $700,000 of ammunition. That's only a drop in the bucket. They've been doing it now for several years. They've been doing it for a couple of reasons. Department of Homeland Security back in 2013, two months into Barack Obama's second term as El Presidente, they bought 1.6 billion rounds of ammunition, Department of Homeland Security. Stockpiling at 9 millimeter and 40 cal. Why? Well, for a couple of reasons. That's the gun they're going to assign to the people when they come to your home to check your receipts, obviously. But that's also taking it off the market. If it's taken off the market, you can't buy it. If they're buying it, you can't buy it. At the same time, they restrict the manufacturer of it because they're restricting lead. Don't you love it? You see what they're doing now. Between raiding a former president's home, which is unprecedented, it's never been done in the history of the United States of America, in more than 240 years we've been able to avoid raiding a a, a predecessor. And Now, and now, they're hiring our IRS agents that will carry guns and use deadly force if necessary. Are you just a little bit concerned about this? I think America's sleeping through this whole thing. That's what I think. I I think America is so wrapped up and everything else that's going on in the world and having so much fun with Lizzo, you know, spinning around in the water, the new video she put out and all that. I think they're having so much fun with that. that America's sleeping right into their oppression. The United States of America is going right into your oppression. And when they show up at your door like they did at Mar-a-Lago, you don't have the resources that the orange man's got. Senior Department of uh, Justice officials are blaming FBI Director Christopher Wray for that raid. According to Newsweek, the FBI misread the impact of the raid. So let's look at the witch hunting of Donald Trump, okay? I just made a few notes right here my own handwriting. Just wrote them down. So this may not be a complete list. The FBI raids Mar-a-Lago this week. His tax returns, which they have been hounding him about for years. Investigation into his business and his kids, which they have been doing for years. Russia, 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 which was a fake hoax. The Mueller investigation, which was a nothing burger. The House Democrat investigations that they launched on him several times. The Ukraine call and the first impeachment. The COVID-19 closing of incoming traffic. Oh, you're such a xenophobe. We're going to have House hearings on that. And then they did the exact same thing. The Russian bounties to kill U.S. troops. Remember that? When they said Donald Trump knew that the Russians had put bounties uh, on, in Afghanistan on terrorists to kill U.S. troops. Didn't happen. It never existed. And then January 6th and the second impeachment. I'll tell you something about this deep state swamp. It's real, folks. It exists. It's, it's like, the, and, and this is the way I describe it to Sean, because this is the best way for people to understand. The Titanic and, and the, the iceberg. Only a small fraction of the iceberg is above water. The vast majority of any iceberg is below the waterline. In 1988, and that's the swamp in D.C., the people that you see and you elect, they come and go. And I'm going to give you some specific numbers in a minute, but they come and go. But the people under the waterline, they're there all the time, and they don't like you. They don't like this country and the way it's constructed. And they're about changing this country, and you're in the way. Remember when Donald Trump said, I'm not to target. You are. I'm in their way. In 1988, a very young-looking and spry, Ron Paul, was being interviewed about the deep state, about the FBI. And in 1988, Ron Paul, great American hero, reminded us of how the FBI has been used forever to spy on U.S. citizens who disagree with swamp policy. In fact, going back to Woodrow Wilson, they arrested, Woodrow Wilson used effectively the FBI to arrest war dissenters during the First World War. The FBI made Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. their number one political target during the Civil Rights era. At one point, they threatened to expose the evidence of his extramarital infidelities and suggested to him, the only way out, sir, is if you kill yourself, commit suicide. He ended up being assassinated. The American Civil Liberties Union deplored the FBI's surveillance and raids against civil rights leaders during that time, against feminists, as the feminist movement was getting started, against leftists in the 50s and 60s. The ACLU hadn't said squat about Mar-a-Lago, not squat. Where are you, ACLU? So here's where we are. The swamp deep state is no right-wing myth. It's for real. There's more than 2 million people working below the waterline in D.C., and most are left-wing radicals working to remake the United States into a Marxist country. For decades, the federal service has increasingly become a bastion for liberal Democrats. Every study shows that its members are almost uniformly on the left. When I tell you that the Democrats are the biggest threat to this country, this is what I'm talking about. To give you one example of many, just one, 95% of federal bureaucrats who donated to a candidate in 2016 gave to Hillary Clinton. Those are the ones below the waterline you never see and you don't elect. They can stall, ultimately derail any attempt by conservatives to implement policies that they don't like. In fact, Trump didn't want to play by the conventional rules. He set down by liberal experts, and they thwarted him all along the way. You see, when they write a law, keep in mind, I'll use Obamacare as an example, and this new one they're doing right now, they're going to pass tomorrow. What they do is they write the framework of that law. It's just a framework, not specificity, just a framework. And then these folks who work under the waterline, they're the ones who come in and they put the policies in place in that law. And then they enforce them with federal agents with guns who come to your home or raid your house in the middle of the night while you're in New York. Now, to give you an idea, presidents, again, there's 2 million of them, 2 million working under the waterline, the swamp waterline. Presidents are allowed to make about 4,000 political appointments to government posts, and about 1,200 of those are subject to Senate confirmation. 50,000 bureaucrats have decision-making authority over policy issues. So who has the real power? So Democrats are seeking to remake this country and our government in the light of Marxism. And they're all about it. And somebody like Donald Trump, well, he is just a fly in their ointment, baby. He comes along and they go, whoa. And he puts America first. And he does America first principles. And America starts to succeed again. And, oh, look, can't have that. So we got to have investigations. we got to have impeachments. All the other stuff I've just told you about a couple of minutes ago that they did to hound him out of office. And then, of course, the China virus. Boom. There you go. That's the world and the country that we're living in. When you hear me say November is muy importante, that's what I mean by that, that you have got to be there. You've got to show up. You've got to show up big in November. And then the guys who are in office in November, they have to start all about dismantling these systems by defunding them. The Constitution of the United States of America says very clearly that Congress holds the purse strings. You've got to start cutting off the money. If you squeeze that off, it's like squeezing blood that's coming out of the aorta. Eventually, eventually, the arms, the limbs, the vital organs will begin to die. But you got to start squeezing off the aorta. And that takes Congress saying, we're not going to fund you anymore. We're done with you. There should be no governmental agency that uh, investigates U.S. citizens with the express purpose of of going after their political opponents. And that, my friends, is what's happening in the United States of America now. Whether you choose to believe it or not, whether it sounds really uh, cockamamie and out of here and conspiratorial, I don't care. I don't care what it sounds like to you. It may sound like a big conspiracy theory. It's not. It's real. It's happening. And we're seeing evidence of it unfold before us right now. Your thoughts, 210-599-5555. And check out the video about the governor's debate between Abbott and O'Rourke. I got a new video up. The Trey Ware page. KTSA.com courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. You a fan? You like them? Have you always liked them? Yes. Yeah. Um, Do you have a favorite song? I can't pick. I can't you? pick just one. No. Okay. Uh, carry on, my wayward son. Yeah. But obviously, obviously, you know, yeah. played it a million times on the radio. Uh, the reason we're going to slip in a little Kansas here and and, and Sparks in- of the Tem- Tem- Tempest is a good song. Well, okay, I like that one a lot. All right. Um, and uh, Thirty Eight Special. You remember the Verizon Amphitheater, right? Yeah. And then it went away? Right. Right. And it was gone for the longest time. I saw a lot of great shows out there. My favorite, believe it or not, out of all the shows I saw out there, I saw Boston. I saw Stray Cats. I saw Chrissy Hyde and the Pretenders. I, You know, just, You were there? You were there? And Smash Mouth? with Smash Mouth and her? Yeah. Were you there for that one? I was there. It
2: was uh, Stray Cats, huh? Pretenders, huh? and ZZ Top.
0: Oh no, that was a different show than I was at, but that was that was a good show too. Oh, they did it. Okay, yeah, they did it again. Yeah, uh, it's because Smashmouth was there with her on that one. But anyway, they've reopened it, right? Yes, sir. And uh, on August twentieth, they've got uh, Kansas and Thirty Eight Special.
1: Got my tickets. Get out. Yeah, I'll be there. You don't. I do. You gonna go? Yeah, I got it right here on my phone. Where's my invite?
0: <laughs> what happened? What happened? Where, where's, hey, your, where? where's your cash? <laughs> well. <laughs> Touche. All right. (laughs) Let this play, and I'll get out of here for the hour. Come back and talk about majority of Texas teachers considering quitting. We'll talk about that more coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Oh, great! your phone bill is going to go up now. What isn't going to go up? No, I'm serious. Joe, yesterday – well, inflation's at zero. You're a lying runt. You know what you are? You're a lying runt, man. Oh, I respect the office of president. I just don't respect you. You've always been a liar. Anyway, they have uh, gotten rid of him. They they sent him off to an island uh, off the uh, North Carolina coast with his crackhead son yesterday on Air Force One. Isn't that cool? Aren't you glad that you get to pay for a crackhead to ride on Air Force One? You know what that was? If you saw the video, what that was was the middle finger to you. We raided our political opponent, and now I'm taking off, baby. And here's the middle finger. And here's the guy that should have been raided. He's standing next to me. This is the guy you want raided. Well, he's going to ride on Air Force One, Hunter Biden. He should have been raided over that uh, influence peddling and in China and Burisma. and all. He should have been raided. The laptop, smoking crack, getting strippers pregnant, all that stuff that he's been involved in. He should have been raided. But instead, we raided my predecessor over here. So that was Joe Biden. When he turned around and he gave that salute, that was the middle finger. That was the middle finger to you saying, yeah, the dude that you like, I raided his home. We went through his wife's clothes. This guy right here that you wanted raided, my crackhead son, you, you, you saw him smoke crack. You know he's a crackhead. He's riding on Air Force One. That's what that is right there. So what they're saying here is that we're above the law. We went and got my predecessor. And let me just give you a little info, and then I'm going to dive into this teacher story because it's a big one. I want to hear from you on the teacher story. Here's a little interesting tidbit maybe you didn't know about what happened in Mar-a-Lago just in June two months ago. The FBI and DOJ was there at Mar-a-Lago. Trump takes them to the room where those boxes were. They didn't take the boxes then in June when they could have done it quietly, peacefully. No raid, no subpoena, no nothing, no lights, no CNN cameras. But instead, they told him, put a lock on this door, it's fine. Put a lock on this door, it's fine. And they split. then they come back this past monday boom 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 we're here we're here we're the law boom boom we're here we're the law and instead of going directly to that room that where they knew those boxes were because they had seen those boxes and they refused to take them in june instead of going there they go through the whole joint i guess rolling around on his bed you know eating out the fridge i don't know we don't know What's so
1: funny? What happened? You're laughing over there. What happened? <laughs> Just this visual of FBI agents <laughs> sitting in the Trump's bed, eating a big bowl of ice cream. Well, you know that could be their deal. Drinking his Diet Coke. I
0: bet it they did.
1: Where's the <laughs> Cheez-Its? <laughs> uh, right. Where's the Big Mac? Right. Right? That's them. So we don't know. We have no clue. Let's door dash some McDonald's. They know where we are.
0: Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. I mean, what we do know is they, did, they, they didn't they did go to the room where the boxes were that they knew where that was because they had already been in there and they told him to lock that room up. They didn't go there. They went to Melania's dresser, messed around with her shoes, messed around with her dresses. What the hell are you looking for? You know. So here's the deal. If they're going in there and they're not going after what they're supposed to be going after, you're supposed to go right to that room and turn around and leave, walk out. But instead of doing that, they mess with the whole place. They're all over the joint. So to me, and my guesstimate, I don't know, we don't know, but my guesstimate on this is they were on a fishing expedition, and a fishing expedition is either this, you're looking for something you can use against him, or you're looking for something he can use against you, (laughs) and maybe both. Or you're on a planting expedition. And Trump said yesterday he thinks they were on a planting expedition because they knew where the boxes were, and they're the ones who told me to lock that room up. They could have gone right there. They could have actually taken them in June. They didn't have to come back with the raid, but then they wouldn't have CNN cameras. Then they wouldn't have the lights, cameras, in action. Then they wouldn't have all of this if they would have taken them quietly in June like they could have. You see what they're doing. They're intimidating you. They're going after you, and Donald Trump is in the way. They're intimidating you with the Gestapo tactics that they're using here and the new IRS agents that they're going to hire that will be carrying guns and putting themselves in life-threatening situations. It's on their website. You can check it out yourself. Jaime, fire away, man.
2: I mean, we got to wake up. It's crazy how we have only on, like against Trump, against the Republican Party. They, it's a it's a war that we're, we're they're starting with us because this, this democratic party does. i mean they must be perfect because they don't have anything the leak that we have to at the with the justices. i mean everything that benefits them is happening but yet they have a perfect democratic party that never creates any problems i mean we have the most perfect president we have the you know the first son is like perfect too i mean but yet you know we're going after trump we're going after the republican party it's just it's ridiculous. Like, we need to wake up and start voting these people
0: out. Right on. Thank you, Jaime. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the call. 210 599 5555. So they immediately. Now, look, you, you know I called BS on this whole isolation for COVID. I called BS on that. That they are isolating Joe Biden until November, and they're going to do it in any number of ways. They do not want him out in the public. They had him out for a couple of signing events outside this week with the aviators on, so you can't see his pupils. I'm guessing, just my little guess again, they got him jacked up. And they got the, you know, the aviators now to cover up the pupils. That's just my guess. But immediately after signing that bill yesterday, he was whisked away to Air Force One with his crackhead son, to fly away to an island. Now why would they fly the President of the United States away to an island? Because you can't get to him. You can't ask him questions. And instead of saying the man should be here to answer questions because he just raided the home of his political predecessor, something that has not happened in 240 years. 240 years. Now, that's what they do. That's what the KGB did. That's what the Stasi did. That's what the Gestapo did. They've all done it. All these nations have done it throughout history. But we, living by a constitutional republic, we we never did that. We have refused to do it. Trump did not do it to Obama. Nobody went after Hillary Clinton or the Clintons. They never raided the Clintons home. And we know she broke the law. James Comey said she broke the law, but she's too important of a political figure for us to go after. She broke the law. And they didn't go after her because she's too important of a political figure. But they go after a former president who half this country voted for in the previous election? Yeah, okay. It's never happened before in the history of our republic. But now, now that that cat is out of the bag, now the next Republican president needs to go get them all. Go to that mansion that the Obamas live in. Go to uh, that, that new Martha Vineyard's place they just built. Raid it! The Bidens have been filthy, dirty politicians for years. Go to Delaware and rip that place apart. Find everything about them, every connection to China and Ukraine and everything else. You want to play? You want to play this game? We can play this game. Let's get it. Hey, Perry, go ahead. You're on KTSa.
2: They were interviewing people that wanted to give a message to Trump, and my message to Trump is to help us. What do you want him to do? I'm sending a message to him. Broken arrow. What is that? Well, a lot of people will know what that means.
0: All right. I have no idea what that means. All right. Uh, 616 now at KTSA. Now Biden's their luxury vacation during inflation, groceries, uh, sky-high gas prices. Yeah, you know, that's a real good point Elaine is making up here on the uh, on the board. And uh, and, and the Bidens uh, have taken off on a luxury vacation. Now, when he travels, an army travels with him literally, an army. By the way, speaking of that, I think it's a really good. Glenn Beck mentioned this yesterday. I think it's a really good idea that Donald Trump hire his own security. But anyway, um, now the Bidens are on a luxury vacation funded by you, an entire army, and you wouldn't believe it, folks. The cars that they take, I mean, the beast has to be flown wherever he goes. Helicopters have to be flown wherever he goes. Fighter jets. We're talking about men of all kinds that have all kinds of weaponry. Uh, we're talking batteries and battalions of staff that go uh, to cook his food and you know to prep his his life and everything. You are paying for that while you're trying to buy gas and groceries. Instead of saying, "Hey, listen, I'm going to stand down this summer. I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to chill this summer because you're having a tough time. I get it. Inflation's killing you." and you're spending a lot of money out of your back pocket just to feed your kiddos and put gas in the tank. So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to spend all that money and go on a luxury vacation. I'm just going to chill right here at the White House, baby. And you know we can we can staycation at the White House because we got a bowling alley down the hall, got a big swimming pool around the corner. I got a wonderful work- workout room over here. I got a racquetball court off the back of the joint. Got a movie theater downstairs. I know this cuz I've been there i got all this stuff available to me. I don't need to go anywhere. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to have the grandkids come up here, and we're just going to staycation right here at the White House and save you the millions of dollars that it would take for me to fly off somewhere. But did he do that? No. Again, he gives you the middle finger as he flies off with the guy who should have been raided, Hunter Biden, the crackhead, to a private, exclusive little party island where they're going to be partying. I wonder if Hunter brought any with him. Oh no, but they're gonna be partying down there on the island and spending all your money while you're staring at red brake lights right now. Chase go right ahead, you're on k t s a yeah trey i'm not a I'm not a right wing radical, but I'm a moderate, but I cannot
2: believe the i r s qualifications which armed yeah. using deadly force yeah. being fit i this is an army, yeah. And and as a moderate, I'm thinking, my God, what are we? What are we? We're standing against an army that's being formed to, to go against the people. Yeah,
0: it is extreme. Yeah, and we've got, and we have to stand and don't <laughs> stand and first of all, find out what we're going to get to do <laughs> to, to fight this. Let me, let me tell so, you something real quick here. I, I I was a moderate too for the longest time. That Chase and they pushed me over here. So this is what happened to me. I was right in the middle. Uh, And I went, okay, this is enough. And they pushed me over here. And it happened a few years ago when I woke up and realized I didn't leave my country and I didn't become this, you know, radical white winger. My country and these two million people who are under the swamp line in D.C., they left me. That's what happened. And you're absolutely right. I have the qualifications in my hand. The joint oh my committee my on taxation estimates that as much as 90% of the estimated 200 billion in additional tax that they're going after will come from small businesses. Are you associated with small business chase? No, I I'm not. I'm I'm retired but well well hang on still. do you do business with a small business i bet you do oh, absolutely yeah absolutely so yeah, they're going to go after the small businesses that either you work for or that you own or that you do business with they're going directly at them 90 percent, and they're taking guns to achieve their purpose guns
2: my god my god oh, this is where we come
0: we have come this far and, it, and it's and now we've got to wake up we have to wake up you got it buddy you got to you got to be there in november chase thanks man when we come back I'll go through those major duties, those major qualifications. We'll cover that for you coming right up Trey Ware KTSA. The Senate One of my first motorcycle songs comes up. Yeah. But I hope it's not true about me, because <laughs> I want to go the other way. <laughs> you know what I mean? My plan is to go the other way, right? but it's still a fun motorcycle. Yeah. Hey, uh, we were just talking about how they're sending Joe Biden away to an island to you know, get rid of him, right? And uh, taking his crackhead son with him to the island. So he's out of sight, out of mind. They're going to play this game until November. Jimmy found or James found. You prefer Jimmy or James. Do you care? You don't really don't care. All right, J. Bob found uh, yeah. J-Bob. <laughs> the uh, the island <laughs> that they're sending them to. This is it. Here we go. I'm the official sentry of the island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they are. Mm-hmm. The
1: island of Misfit Toys. Where's
0: uh, Yukon Cornelius when you need him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the major dude. Duty...
1: Blown down. The pilot's name was Charlie in the box. <laughs> That's right.
0: Exactly. Llew him down there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. All right, so here are the major duties of the new IRS. 87,000 new agents. If you'd like to apply, you can go online and look at it for yourself like I did yesterday. Work a minimum of 50 hours a week. No big deal. Most of us are like at 100, aren't we? All right, so 50, it's half off. May include irregular hours. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I got up at 1030 last night. (laughs) A little irregular be on call 24 7 well we're we're that here yep when, when news breaks we roll in here and get it covered <laughs> <laughs> <They> laughed, <laughs> including holidays and weekends done that a lot here we go maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job wait a minute am i driving a tractor or am i pushing a pencil and checking receipts what am i doing as an IRS agent doing an audit, you're supposed to be, you know, checking receipts and just got a calculator and seeing if it all matches up. But no, you're going to be in a life threatening situation. How so? Well, the next major duty is you got to carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force. Huh? Say why? I'm an IRS agent, man. All I want to do is look, see, make sure your receipts and everything match your credit card, and that matches what you put down for your taxes and deductions. What are you talking about, carry a firearm? And be willing to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. You see what's happening here, you know, dummy. They went out and they bought up between March and June 1 of this year. They bought $700,000 of ammunition, primarily 9mm and 40mm. That goes on your hip. 9 and 40 goes on your hip. And they've been buying it ever since. Department of Homeland Security has 1.6 billion rounds, 1.6 billion rounds just sitting around, ready to be used. Who are they going to use that against? You think Al-Qaeda? Nope. That's what the military's for. Why do they have a 1.6 billion rounds at the Department of Homeland Security? Why do IRS agents, why are they buying up $700,000 in two months of 40 and 9? How come? Who are they going to use that against? You see exactly what's going on. And you don't have to be like some weird, wacko, conspiratorial nut on the far right, you know. I was there January 6th. You don't have to be there for that. This is just common sense. Use your freaking brain for something besides a hat rack. It's just common sense. You see what they're doing. They went after a previous sitting president. First time in 240-plus years in the history of this country. They go after a sitting of previous president. Never happened before. And now they're hiring a bunch of IRS agents. I thought the meme that Sean put up of the Oklahoma Sooner Stadium with 83,000 fans in there. Look at that. It's ridiculous. You're 4,000 seats shy with 83,000 there. The, the the Alamo Dome, the Alamo Dome, every seat filled, including the floor, sixty five. So you cannot get eighty seven thousand in the Alamo Dome. And that's what they're hiring on top of the ones they already have, about one hundred and fifty seven thousand total, and they're all gonna be carrying guns using deadly force. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, quick break we'll come right back after the news and we'll open up the phones two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five in these times and at all times you've got to have a great banker that you know and that you can trust a banker who's going to have the well the best interests of your family at heart with everything that they do, and that's Amogee Bank, your family bank right here in the great state of Texas. A great source of capital for for family businesses is Amogee Bank. I mean, they can give you great advice on what you ought to be doing with lines of credit, which you're going to need. If you're going to open up a storefront or you're going to be operating out of your home, it doesn't matter. Either way, if you've got a family business, they can help fund that family business for your success with lines of credit that you'll need to pay your employees if you have them, to pay the insurance and the light bill, because you're going to to have that for sure. You're going to have to have some of that seed money. You're also going to have to have some funding you can draw on to continue for your success, and Amogee can help you with all of that. Amogee can also help you with the personnel challenges that you have between family members and non-family members as well. That's because they're your family business bank right here in San Antonio and throughout Texas. That's Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. There's only... W- Drop it down into first gear, and let's go. All right, 638 KTSA, I'm going to take a real quick call, and then I'm going to talk about the teacher situation in Texas and across the country. So if you're a teacher or you know a teacher, married to a teacher, teacher's a child of yours, whatever, we got to hear from you this morning, and I'll tell you why. Uh, T. John, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, Terry, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to bring up that now we know who's coming for our guns.
0: Who's that? IRS? The IRS. The IRS. I you. <laughs> they might That's be. Why they need all the ammo. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, sure th- if if they're going to be in your home, right? Uh, j- that might be a good way to settle your whole IRS debt. Why don't you just turn your gun over, right, T. John? All right, thank you, man. I appreciate the call. All right, to the uh, to the Texas teacher story. I promised you. Let me dive into this thing. And if you're concerned about teaching, maybe you're a mom or a dad or a grandparent. A majority of Texas teachers are on the verge of quitting according to a new survey. The Texas State Teachers Association says 70% of the teachers that they surveyed are seriously considering leaving teaching. 2105995555. 70%. 70%. What would public schools be like if 70% of the teachers quit? It's the highest recorded by the TSTA. They've been tracking teachers' concerns for over four decades. 53% of the teachers they asked considered leaving their jobs in 2018. It's now over 70%. 94% of the teachers attested to the pandemic increasing stress. There's too much stress in their lives, say teachers. The workload, too much. We're working way too much, says teachers and uh, we're, you're not paying us enough. So stress, we're working too much, you're not paying us enough. We need some more time off. And let's see here. If the situations don't improve, if the political climate doesn't improve and the members of the legislature don't start spending more money on public education and teachers' salaries, it's going to get worse, says TSTA Clay Robinson. People that suffer, the school children, their learning loss could get worse. Plus, the future of Texas is at risk. Now, I want to say something about just the future in general. The future of teaching is going to change, and if you're in that profession or heading into that profession, um, I'm a futurist. I think about the future a lot and where we're headed with a lot of this stuff, and I want you to know that your career is going to change a lot. Kids are not going to go down to this place on the corner and sit in groups of 22 and have an individual stand up in front of them and tell them, pack their head full of propaganda, which, which is primarily what's happening right now. It's not going to happen. Now, they're still going to go somewhere because the parents are working and the parents are not going to stay home. Okay? The parents are not going to change their lives to stay home with their kids, which I think in most cases, that's exactly what should happen. Is that parents ought to be the uh, primary educators of their child. I think that's the way to go. I think that should be the future. Nobody cares more about your kids than you do, and nobody knows how to educate them better than you do. I don't care what the school system says. So, I think what's going to happen, too, is technology is going to be used. Instead of a teacher standing up in front of a class with 22 kids sitting in there, or 42 or 52... I think you're still going to have the classroom-type setup, but that's going to be AI that's going to be up there. That's going to be a hologram, eventually, of a teacher. I I promise you, that's coming. That is going to happen. In fact, listen to this, and I'm going to come to your calls, and Sam, you'll be up first, 210-599-5555. Listen to this. World uh, Federation Advisor Yuval Harari. Are you familiar with Yuval Harari? Okay, he's got some whacked ideas or whatever, but they listened to him over there at the World Economic uh, Foundation. We don't need the vast majority of the population in today's world. They really believe that, and they're really all about trimming the population. China viruses and everything else. But this guy, he's a historian, he's a futurist, he's a World Economic Forum advisor. We just don't need the vast majority of the population we have right now in the early 21st century, given modern technologies rendering human labor economically and militarily redundant. Do you ever get in line at the grocery store maybe every once in a while but most times we run in and we check it out ourselves right it's not even necessary to get in line for your lotto tickets anymore i learned that the other day you do it on your phone baby when i went because i wanted the billion and a half dollars there was a line in a stop and rob around the corner and i just learned while i was standing in line i could have gone online and downloaded my own tickets He was being interviewed by Chris Henderson, the head of of TED. You know TED. He said, among common people being rooted in a fear of being left behind, he said, that's true. Such fears are justified. Given the projection that emerging technologies will replace economic needs to many categories of existing work. The future about AI and sophisticated technology, most people cannot contribute, he said. And in the area of teachers, the way that's going to turn out is you're going to have a hologram or something like that in front of a room with the kids, and they're going to be teaching them. The hologram will be. So anyway, so um, in, in present day, that's coming, but in, and it'll be here before you know it, but in present day, 70% of the teachers at TSTA say that they're thinking about quitting. Sam, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with your thoughts, sir.
2: Great show. So if they are going to have AI, it's interesting that you bring that up because I was thinking about that. Does that mean we get to split that stipend that the state gets, the parents get 50 percent and the state gets the other 50 (laughs) percent? Well,
0: I believe, I totally believe that when that day comes, and I actually think the day for this is here now, parents ought to control every dime of their education money. And parents ought to decide where their child is going to go to school with their education money. I've said it for years. Competition makes everything better. So if your kid is in a school that sucks, if, if the parents had the money to take that teacher, that take that student and that money across the street, then the school that sucks is going to get their stuff together, their act I almost said it. Ah, going to get their act together or be shut down. So when we get to the time when there's a hologram up there in that room teaching those kids and by the way eventually those buildings are not going to be needed cuz the kids are going to do it at home. But uh, I don't want to go too far down the road. When we get to that day, yeah, absolutely. I think parents ought to be able to decide with their own dollars, I want my kids going to school A. I want my kids going to school D. I want my kids going to school F, where whatever, you know, because that's where you know it it makes the most sense for us. Anyway, um you know, if, if you're locked into this, if you're a teacher and you're locked into this idea that, man, I work for nine months out of the year, I get three months off, you know, and that's not enough, and I need more, and you're complaining because you need more time off and all that, I'd be thinking about other stuff. Because the future of teaching is going to change radically, vastly, and it's going to happen real quick. To a lot of people, it's going to feel like it's snuck up on you, but it's coming. And they're going to pull the trigger on it real quick, and things are going to change real fast in that industry. Just like you don't have the IBM computer anymore, just like you don't have the Selectric uh, uh, typewriter anymore. My, my mother-in-law does. She still uses one. But just like Texas Instruments and their original calculators are gone now because you carry a calculator in your pocket, that's changing too. So get ready for it. And that includes parents. All right, a quick break. Uh, traffic and AccuWeather coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hotline. Man, I was just watching a video of them at the Buffalo Tip Sturgis. Yeah, Sturgis still going on, you know. Just watching Billy and the boys hang out, do their thing. You
1: know, you know, you haven't been yourself since this whole Sturgis thing got underway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you've been like usually you're you're a pretty up guy, but you you've know, been a little down in the dumps. I really have. Yeah. I've had a bit of a negative side to me, haven't I? Yeah. Yes, I have. Well, you know, nothing, nothing too obvious, but to you know, to those who. Yeah I'm with you you know several days during the week. right you know you can I, tell. I, I've noticed you
0: picked up on it. Yeah. the wife picked up on it yesterday at lunch. Right. Nancy says, "Well man man, you're taking everything to the negative. Well, yeah, I have to sit here all day and watch my news seat <laughs> and it's all
1: my friends. I want to be there. <laughs> yeah, mama.
0: yeah, I'm never going to do this to myself again. I, no. I, I have made that promise to myself I am never.
1: why torture yourself?
0: Right, so. exactly. So from here on out, I'm just blocking out whatever that week is. And I'm going. I don't care if I don't have a place to sleep or a pot to pee in, I'll be there. I don't care.
1: I'm going to go. I'll just, you know, go in the street like most people do. Well,
0: it does happen. <laughs> uh- <laughs> in fact excuse me a minute uh, so no i you know uh I've, I've got these friends that are up there and and uh, our, our problem was we we, we were kind of behind the curveball and did not get accommodations if you don't get accommodations like yeah. 10 years out yeah, forget about you're it. not going yeah you know why well, you sleep on the ground somewhere if you can find a piece of ground and so what a lot of guys do is they take a motor home or something like that so i'll be begging for somebody's motor home for next year
1: you could rent one yeah i know you can rent I, like yeah. a what are those Jayco mo- motorhomes you yeah. can drive up there? Thinking and, about that. Yeah.
0: So anyway, yeah, I'm having a wind time. It's funny that you just played ZZ because I was just watching them uh, on the on the deal. Totally cool. I'm glad you got your tickets to Kansas and 38 Special. I also Come have up.
1: tickets to, to see ZZ Top in September.
0: You told me about that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to see Pitbull in September and Michael mm-hmm. Buble. They're yeah. a week apart from each other.
1: I thought they were like, you know, double bill.
0: Wouldn't that be cool, though? Yeah. I mean, that would One be a One extreme great show. the other. It would be an awesome show. But no, uh, they're a week apart, so I'm, I'm pretty fired up about that, too. But I am going to go see the 38 Special in uh, in Kansas. Oh, you are going to well, well, I got to. I've yeah. got to find a way, man. i got to be there. If you're going to go, i got to go. And it's on a Saturday, so it's not even a school night. Right. August Stay 4, up late. Real Life Amphitheater where it's outdoors. I just always love that venue. I just
1: I, always did. Now, I've been driving by it since I moved here nine years ago, but this will be my first time attending a show. Oh, you never had
0: a show there? Yeah. Let me tell you one of the reasons I love it out there, and uh, other than just being in the outdoor atmosphere kind of thing, uh, I think the sound is better. Yeah. Um, I think the sound really sucks inside the AT&T Center. Now, AT&T people don't get mad at me. I've been to plenty of concerts in there. You know, I grew up at the convention center, the old convention center, went to a lot of shows over at the Alamo Dome. Uh none, none of those indoor venues really have great sound as far as I'm concerned. They really don't. Sunken Gardens. Sunken Gardens was fantastic, wasn't it? <clears throat> One of the best. Wasn't that great? Bouncing off
1: of the yes. uh, the interstate, the highway. Yes. Behind you. Mm. Uh yeah, the, the the concert setup they have over at Circuit of the Americas outside is pretty that's a pretty cool setup. I haven't well. done
0: a concert. I did a race out there, but yeah, not a it's concert. Great.
1: Yeah. And you just sit up on the hill, it's, it's nice and steep. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have the Well, seating. that's what
0: real life is. They've got a hill, yep. you know, and you can do the grass up there. Well, I mean, you can sit on the grass. <laughs> they, <laughs> well, they, you they, they, pre- they prefer you don't do the grass, <laughs> yeah, okay? They <laughs> prefer you don't
1: do grass. Yeah, Selma so PD be busy yeah, with other things that yeah. night. Well, so. see,
0: that's where they used to have OzFest. Right. And, uh, James, you uh-huh. know, where you live, and I know where you live we won't say, but where you live, you could literally, because I was close to you, you could literally sit in your lawn chair in the front lawn and and listen to all of Ozfest and never have to go.
1: Yep, probably. No, easy.
0: T- seriously, I used to do it. <laughs> there go. Okay, Ozzy's on. Yep. <laughs> so, um, but obviously they don't have that anymore, and that's not coming back. But uh, with Kansas and uh, and thirty eight special coming up on August twentieth, outdoors, I I, I think uh, the, I guess the first show I saw there was Charday. And it just sounded great. The sound was yeah. wonderful. And then we went through, I mean, you know, the whole Boston. That really wasn't Boston because no Brad, right? Mm-hmm. And Sticks That really wasn't Sticks because no Dennis DeYoung, right? Right. And Journey. That's really not Journey because there's no Steve Perry. <laughs> we went through all of that. Chrissy Hine was there, you know. And you and I talked a minute ago about Chrissy popping off. She, she does this bit during her show about how she doesn't eat meat, doesn't think we ought to be killing animals. It's horrible to kill animals. And, and I get up and I'm leaving because I'm not going to listen to And she knows she's in Texas yeah. and she knows she's stirring it up. Thank you. Thank she does you. it every time. And she's wearing leather boots made out of a cow up to her butt. <laughs> I'm serious. And so she's complaining about killing animals while wearing leather boots. I saw Smash Mouth there. I saw Brian Setzer's straight Cats there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the show on the 20th. Hey, uh, Tony, you're on. Go ahead.
2: Uh, yes, sir. I just wanted to comment about Donald Trump. Uh, I'm a Trump supporter. I voted for him twice, but you know he deserves what he gets because he didn't do anything. I mean, he was the one who hired Christopher Ray and promoted him. And these people, he knew what these people are about. And so, what 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 do you expect? I mean, that and now he's crying about it. And he, he knew what these he knew these people didn't like him. And including Republicans. These Republicans who are outraged about his race, yeah, right, give me a break. That's like me telling you that I'm outraged and upset that my mother in law is broken down on I-35 and we'll rush out. Yeah, I'm really upset about that, you know, so.
0: So yeah. are, are you a Biden guy? No,
2: absolutely not. Okay. No, who, I
0: voted for Trump. Who are you going to vote for next time? I probably won't because all these people are corrupt. Well, that's that's a good way Probably. to make change. That's a good way to make change. That's a solid what way.
2: Difference is, what, what difference does it make? It hadn't made any change. To, to, now, I mean, so so you're just, gonna for, I, you're just going to quit? You're
0: just going to throw up your hands and quit? Yeah. And let the let the uh, let the um, republic go away? Just let it dissolve? Because you don't want to participate? Because you're upset?
1: Yeah, because you're
0: a quitter I
2: voted for a guy. I-, I voted for a guy who said he was going to make changes, and he did absolutely nothing.
0: You're totally wrong about that. He made tons of changes, Tony. He got us energy and dependence. He He got rid of terrorism worldwide. He was putting other countries back in their places. He was bringing back manufacturing to the United States. He created more jobs than any president in the history of this country, particularly for blacks and Hispanics. He did a ton of things for this country, a ton. And I could sit here all day and list them all for you. Don't be a quitter, man. Don't quit on this country. Don't quit. Too many people have given their lives for this country. Don't quit. Stand up. Do what's right. Be a man. Stand up. Assume your place as a man and take control of this situation. Back in a minute. Where in Rhyme is next, KTSA.